Welcome to How to Trade It, The Road to Trading Mastery. Join Casey Stubbs, a seasoned trader, as he guides you to become a profitable trader. Find actionable insights, real-life stories, and strategies to boost your trading skills. Don't miss the journey to trading victory. Start listening now. Connect with us at podcast at tradingstrategyguides.com. Trading profits are just an episode away. The How to Trade It podcast is all about making our listeners successful at trading. When you listen to real people sharing their stories of how they overcame their own trading failures, it connects you to a level of enlightenment that you can't get from education alone. These stories contain wisdom and actionable tips that will make you a better trader. Listen to each episode and become the successful trader that you want to be on the How to Trade It podcast. Hello, traders. This is Casey Stubbs from the How to Trade It podcast. And today I am here with Richard Moglin. And Richard has a trading podcast that he hosts on YouTube. And the name of his channel is Richard Moglin. And you just go to youtube.com slash Richard Moglin. And Richard is also a college student. He's going for his master's degree in mechanical engineering. So Richard, thank you for being on the show today. Oh, thanks for having me on, Casey. And just Richard Moglin on YouTube. That's how you can find me best. And the name of my podcast is The Market Chat. So the market uh, look, chat, the market chat. And thanks so much for having me on, Casey. Really looking forward to it. Thank you for being on the show. So how long have you been trading and what got you into it? Great question. I'm very new at this. I started my junior year at the University of Maryland. I took a class called the Introduction to Technical Analysis and the Stock Market taught by Dr. Eric Wish. And that was two, three years ago now. And that class was basically my first introduction to trading. Before that, I didn't know what interest rates were. I didn't know what ETFs were. I couldn't buy or sell a share if you held a gun to my head. But that really was basically a crash course into a system that I'm sure we'll talk a little bit more about called CanSlim, which is basically a growth stock investing methodology developed by a trader named William O'Neill, who is the founder of Investors Business Daily. And he basically went back to the 1800s and studied all the greatest winning stocks from then until now to try to find common characteristics and he basically boiled down those characteristics into what he now calls CanSlim. Each of those letters stands for a particular characteristic that he looked for. And it works because it's all about following the earnings, following the price action. And yeah, I'd love to get into more about that. But after taking that class, I basically was basically a TA for the next few semesters helping out Dr. Wish. And I started my YouTube channel to basically kind of democratize everything that I knew because not everybody gets the chance to take a class at the University of Maryland where you basically learn about all this stuff. And I felt like a lot of my peers don't know interest rates. They don't know compound interest, both the positive and negatives. A lot of them have student loans that they don't quite know how all that works. So that's a little bit about how I first got interested in this. And uh, yeah, my goal is really to help increase financial literacy because I think overall, everybody would be better off knowing a little bit more about saving, budgeting, and how to invest their money. Yeah, I think that's a big area of weakness right now, financial literacy. You know, they don't teach it in school. Parents don't teach it to their kids. It's really much needed thing. So great work. Thank you for doing it. You know, I teach my kids financial literacy and my son is 14. He's like, dad, 
why doesn't everyone do this? Right, right. It's like, well, I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of a secret. Most people don't really know. That's the yeah. thing. We don't get taught in schools. We get taught how to sell a little bit, but we don't get taught what interest rates are and how to budget and save, which I think are much more important in the grand scheme of things living out in the real world. Yeah. And so this is a trading show, but it's just so fundamental and foundational yep. that when you're trading, you need to know how to the, do the basic money management. You know, right. you're not just going to start trading and make millions and can't manage your own finances. So that's like a foundational stuff that you really need to go. So good job on teaching that. So after you took that technical analysis class, mm-hmm. which I think is really cool because I didn't know they had that in college. Yeah. Did you immediately go out and open up a stock account? I waited. So as part of the class, we basically did a simulated trading for two months or so, eight weeks. And before we could actually enter the contest, we had to write our own comprehensive set of trading rules that would kind of govern all our decisions that we had to make. So I think that's extremely important. And anybody who's trading or investing, I highly recommend writing down your process. Even if you've got it in your head, it helps to codify it, write it down, and then make sure you follow that as much as possible. But after that kind of simulation, we basically went back and analyzed all our different trades from that year and basically determined how we could improve and how we could tweak our rules. And then after that class, that's when I first opened my first brokerage account. It was actually Robinhood. I don't trade anymore on Robinhood. My first brokerage account was with Robinhood. And now I've switched over to TD Ameritrade as well as trading my Roth IRA in Vanguard. All right. Well, that is pretty exciting. Now, once you got started, you already had your plan in place. So Mm -hmm. how well... Were you following your plan and has it changed since then? Oh, it's definitely changed since then. My overall plan has stayed the same, but my really implementation of those core principles, managing risk, focusing on risk first, making sure you're entering at proper times, that's all kind of stayed the same. But the little kind of nuances, my entry setups have changed a little bit over the past two years or so. And really, I've simplified things because I think when everybody first gets into the stock market, they put every single indicator out there on their charts, the MACDs, the stochastics. And if you look at my charts then versus now, it's so much simpler. You can actually see the price action, which at the end of the day is all that matters. So I think what's really changed from then until now is I've gotten a little bit more experience. I focus more on the price action itself and what the trend and that is telling me. And yeah, I made tweaks along the way, but overall that core kind of canceling methodology still governs how I look at the market, how I choose stocks, how I decide when to enter, and ultimately when to sell. You are using the CanSlim methodology, and also on your show, you feature guests that use CanSlim. And could you tell us a little bit about, you said it stands for something, but just give us a little overview on how that methodology works. Yeah, sure. And I think it's so awesome to get to hear from those experienced traders who have been doing this for decades, really, and implementing this system. So um, CanSlim, as I mentioned, was developed by William O'Neill, who started the first kind of major competitor to the Wall Street Journal back in the day, Investors Business Daily. And the CanSlim approach, as I said, it's an acronym. Each letter stands for a different kind of characteristic that it looks for in a potential big winning stock. So the C stands for current quarterly earnings. So he's looking at earnings growth the past most recent quarter, pairing that same quarter to the same quarter one year ago. So he's basically checking out what is the growth in that company in the current quarterly earnings. And that's super important. He wants at least 25% growth um, from that quarter to the last one the year prior. And in terms of the next letter, we've got the A in CanSlim, which stands for annual earnings, which is very similar. You want to see consistent growth in annual earnings. This is something that institutions, large funds uh, love to see. They love consistency and also acceleration in these earnings if possible, which is really driven by long-term industry changes. 
Now, the next component is the N in Cancelim, which stands for new, and this can be a new price high, a new product or service, a new CEO, basically something fundamental that has changed in the company that can drive further innovation and growth. The S stands for supply and demand, basically is the chart right and is there signs of accumulation by large funds, which at the end of the day are in control of 70% of trading volume. And that's what's really going to lead to large price increases over the long term. The I in Cancelim stands for institutional sponsorship. Is there increasing number of funds quarter over quarter that are investing into a company? That's going to lead to growth. And also, is there quality institutions investing as well? Because we want to see those funds with the greatest track records, the 10-year, 20-year performance metrics that are very strong. And lastly, we've got, actually, I skipped the L, but we've got leader or lagger. We basically want the stock to be a leader within its industry group. So for instance, e-commerce, but we also want that overall industry group to be leading in the market at the time. So last year, for example, we saw a lot of computer software enterprise stocks do incredibly well. For instance, Zoom, we saw a lot of e-commerce stocks, SEC Limited, Amazon did well. All those stocks were in leading groups and they were the leading stocks in that leading group. So that's extremely important. And the last thing that really is the most important thing is the M in Cancelling, which stands for market conditions. Is the overall market right for you to be investing and putting your money at risk? Because you want to be basically invested in those strongest stocks when the market correspondingly is very strong in a solid uptrend. And uh, last year, we saw a variety of market conditions. We saw the fastest correction and then also the sharpest recovery. And you want to basically be very minimally exposed during that sharp decline using those key moving averages. And then once the overall trend resumes, that's when you want to be invested in those leading stocks in those leading groups. How well did you respond last year when the big market dropped? And what does the Canslim teach about how to handle that? Yeah, great question. I, When I'm trading, I always have stop losses in place. I've got rules about managing my position when I first started out. And also as the positions work for me, how I move up that stop loss. So come late February, we saw a little bit of dip before that actually. And I was in a few stocks, but my stop losses near that top we're getting hit. And I also noticed the market leaders, the big growth stocks like AMD and NVIDIA were also showing signs of distribution. So by following my rules, honoring the key moving averages, identifying distribution in the leaders as well as the market, and also just getting naturally stopped out of a lot of my positions, I was very minimally exposed and actually saw my last position. I was stopped out, I believe the 24th, just after the QQQ fell below the 50-day moving average. So for a lot of that very volatile action, I was just sitting on my hands, taking notes of stocks that I want to invest in once the overall market improved. And I waited for that follow through day, which is what we call, which is the kind of turnaround signal that we at CanSlim, people who follow CanSlim look for. And a follow through day is basically a day where the index, either the NASDAQ composite or the SPX gain more than 1.5% on increasing volume versus the previous day. And that happened on the NASDAQ April 6th. So that's really when I first got involved again in the markets. All right. Well, that's really good. So you talked about accumulation. How yeah. does somebody find accumulation? And if how do you know if hedge funds are buying and how much they're buying and where the accumulation is happening? So uh, I'm going to preface this by saying everything is a matter of probabilities and nothing is going to work 100% of the time. It's all about stacking things in your favor. So accumulation shows up in a variety of different ways on the stock charts by looking at price and volume action. So Large earnings gap ups on enormous volume. We saw that with Fastly. That corresponds to large funds putting in positions in that stock because of something happened with the earnings report. So uh, large gap ups are a big driving factor in what I deem as a stock is under accumulation or not. 
Also, just a stock being above some key moving averages that I use, such as the 21 exponential, the 10 simple, and the 50 simple. If that overall trend is there and the stock is just kind of bouncing up and down above the 21 EMA, that stock is under accumulation just because it's in an overall uptrend. For the strongest uptrends, which I really want to be involved with, I'm also looking at the volume. Is the volume on these large increases on a weekly basis greater than any drops or consolidations? So let's say a stock moves up from 20 to 25 on a huge volume in one day, and then only pulls back on below average volume, below 50-day average volume uh, to like 23, 24 or so. That is a positive sign because basically the big money the large volume is happening on the upside versus the downside on those low pullbacks. So those are a couple of accumulation signs that I look for. There's a big list of it. And really, it's looking at the price and volume action and basically determining whether the strong moves are happening on large volume to the upside or to the downside. Now, with this method, I've seen Investors Business Daily. Don't they put out a book? Do they have a book that teaches this, the investors you know anything about that? I'm just going from memory here. No, no, you're right. It's called How to Make Money in Stocks and it's written by William O'Neill. And yeah, it goes through this entire methodology that he used. And yeah, I think it's great. It teaches you a little bit about analyzing price and volume action, as well as kind of answering all your questions. What stocks should I be focused on? When should I be buying them? When should I be selling them? And how do I manage those positions? So yeah, I definitely recommend to anybody watching, if you want to check out more about CanSlim, how to make money in stocks is a great way to learn more about this methodology. And that is updated, right? Because yeah. it's a very old book, but it's been yeah. updated yeah, on a regular I, basis. I think the most recent edition is an orange cover. I think it's the fourth edition. And uh, yeah, that's the one I have. I don't know if it's actually just in the background there. I don't know if you can see it, but I've got a couple copies over there. Well, we're going to link to it. So everybody that's listening, you guys can just check that book out from the link in the description. And like Richard said, I recommend you guys check it out as well. A wealth of information in there. We're taking a short two-minute break for a hand-picked message from our sponsor, DreamTrades.com. This is a special offer available only for the listeners of the How to Trade It podcast. Do you have a plan for your financial future? you have enough money for the things you need to do? I bet if you're like most people, you don't have enough money saved for retirement right now. Am I right? Well, investing in stocks may be the answer you're looking for. Dream Trades Monthly Alerts makes it super easy for beginners and those who simply just don't have the time or the desire to spend hours researching what stocks to trade. Dream Trades Monthly Alerts removes the guesswork from which stock to pick by providing you with a monthly in-depth analysis of a very high-profile stock. The research is done for you. You get in-depth research, a full report each and every month. And in the last year, Dream Trades has gotten 100% return on investment for everyone following the reports. Because you're a listener of the How to Trade It podcast, we're giving you a code for $25 off a one-year subscription. Check it out at dreamtrades.com. All you got to do is click on monthly alerts and use the coupon code podcast to get the $25 off. Again, just go to dreamtrades.com and select monthly alerts, then use the coupon code podcast. So how long total is it since you opened up your initial account? It's been two years now. Two years. And so in those two years, are you profitable or like what's your performance so far? 
Yeah, sure. So in 2020, I did 89%, which is pretty well. I think if I hadn't started just in 2019, I could have capitalized a little bit more on the tons of opportunities because so many growth stocks that fit the canceling mold did so well last year. But last year, I caught the meat of the moves in Tesla, Neo, Livongo, which did incredibly well. And I was fortunate to be able to find those stocks using their methodology. And really, the key was in 2020, you had to protect yourself on the downside in the correction. If you did that, and you set yourself up so you could you had your financial and mental capital intact for the rally, you made decent profits in 2020. So I was able to do that fortunately enough and catch one of the some of the big winners of 2020. That's excellent. So you started in 19, 2020, and how's 21 going so far? It's been up and down just because growth stocks that I focus on have gone hit. In one of my accounts, I'm up about 11%, the other about 6%. It's been choppy, especially the last few weeks. I've been very minimally exposed. And that's really a key to this method is you want to be invested when things are working for you, trades that you put on are working. And when you see that you've gotten kind of stopped out the past few trades, you pull back a little bit, ask yourself, is the market right for me to be really trying and and pushing the acceleration? Because a lot of people make a lot of profits like in 2020, but then they give it back because the thing that they were using stopped working or just the conditions changed in the market. So a key for CanSlim is making those profits, but also being disciplined, following your rules. And when things change, you have to kind of protect your mental and financial capital at all costs using those rules. Hello, this is Casey. And I wanted to take a minute to tell you about my new book that just came out. It's called Complete Trading System. This is my 25 years of trading experience, sharing everything that I have learned in how to make a profit from the markets. You're going to learn about how to find the right instruments to trade, how to find a trend, how to get started as beginners. You're going to learn about how to get the right mindset, and you're going to be able to put it all together to create a trading system of your own that will work for you. I highly recommend that you try it out. Just click the link right now. It's called Complete Trading System. It's available on Amazon. Thank you. Go ahead and check it out. I think you're going to love it. Now, when we talk about the L section, which you're talking about leaders, Some of the money has moved from different areas. So the market has still, if you look at the overall market, it's up, but it's in different areas. So some of the growth stocks that were high flying before, how do you find out when the money's rotating from one sector to another and how do you take advantage of that? Right. So that's a great question. So there's rotation all the time. And during a healthy bull market, there's going to be a couple leading groups. Like I mentioned, e-commerce, computer software in 2020, and money will kind of rotate back and forth between those leading groups. Currently in 2021, the leading groups right now are kind of cyclicals. We've got financial stocks doing well. We've got miners, not kind of traditional growth stocks that are kind of innovating how we work, live and play. So in terms of how I'm dealing with that, I'm kind of sitting on my hands. I've traded here and there, smaller, some of those stocks, but I'm really waiting for the growth to get back in vogue because that's where the really big money is made in these stocks that change how we live our lives, really. The miners are usually kind of laggard group. They're not kind of a traditional leadership group just because they're not innovating as much. They're not growing as strong. And a lot of these recovery plays, 
they've done well since 11.9 if you look at the charts, but they've already come 50 something percent. So I'm not really focused too much on them. I'm really focused on the growth stocks that are setting up proper bases and could make, once the uptrend resumes, make a nice run in 2021. Okay. Now, do you have any type of investment strategy that's not specifically trading? Maybe it's like a long-term portfolio building type strategy. Is there a way that you do that as well? I do not. For anybody who's not kind of watching their monitors all the time or don't really want to invest their own money. My friends ask me a couple of times, I always say if I weren't trading all the time, I'd probably just be dollar cost averaging into the QQQ ETF or the SPY, just kind of index ETFs do that consistently. That is going to lead you over the long term, excellent returns. It's also a lot more passive. You don't have to be watching your monitors all the time. But I don't think it has quite the potential as growth stock it investing. It didn't do 89%. Yeah, it doesn't do 89%. Yeah. <laughs> but if you just bought the QQQ around April 6th, when the Falther Day happened, you did pretty darn well. So these index ETFs, especially the QQQ, have a lot of potential, but it's a different game. And it's not so much finding the biggest winners, biggest potential winners like with CanSlim, but it's definitely a super viable strategy. Right. And not everybody wants to be a trading nerd. Exactly. exactly. The charts you call me a trading nerd? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, I'll take that respectfully. <laughs> yeah, no, that's okay. So very good. I got to give you a lot of props commendation for just really doing your diligence, doing your homework, following your plan, two years of successful trading. And it's still early, but you've done a great job. So congratulations on that. Thanks. I think the test of time will be if I'm still here 20 years from now, and I certainly plan to be, I think my rules set me up for success in that manner. Yeah. By that time, you'll have seen every type of market there is, and you'll have a lot of experience, which goes with it. And that experience is really important, but you're doing things the right way. So that's really good. So you're also involved in something called Trader Lion. Tell me a little bit about that. Sure. So just earlier this year, I joined the Trader Lion team and we are a basically comprehensive mentorship platform. Our goal is not to throw out stock picks and just kind of tell you, buy this ticker now with a stop here. That's not our goal. Our goal is to teach you the right way, how to basically build yourself as a trader. We're teaching you the process. We're teaching you how to build a routine on the weekends, a scan for high quality stocks we're teaching you how to manage your money overall. So we're not calling out individual names. We're teaching you the process that we use that's been proven over many years to work. And I work with two guys, Ross and Ray. Ross Haber is a former William O'Neill portfolio manager. So he worked right with William O'Neill managing the firm's capital. And then he also went on to manage a hedge fund in New York successfully for a few years. So he's got the decades of experience and I've learned a ton from him. Ray is also a great guy, great swing trader. His performance blows mine out of the water in 2020. He is data focused. He's built some great programs that analyze option flow that kind of helps with an edge there. And at TraderLine, we basically have a few different things. We've got the top 10 report built by Ross, which basically is for those more classic investors, position traders. Ray is more focused on the swing trading side of things through private access. And then the TL money flow is all about building those extra edges that can help you overall in the stock market. So that's a little bit about TraderLine is. We've also got a YouTube channel that we've been posting some great content. You can learn right from Ross. He just gave a great presentation on CanSlim. So actually, before you read the book, I think go ahead and check out that video. It's a really great comprehensive overview of CanSlim and how to apply it. And that's from his experience working with Bill. And also he used to travel the country teaching CanSlim at the Investors Business Daily Workshop. So he knows his stuff and yeah, he gives a great overview. 
So if you want to get involved with that, the best way to do that with TraderLine is to go to their YouTube channel. Yeah. So the YouTube channel is youtube.com slash TraderLine. And then TraderLine.com is our blog. That's where you can find out more information about us. And do they have like a class or something you can take there? Yeah. So we're actually in the progress of building some different courses. But like I said, the top 10 report, the TraderLine private access, those are the kind of programs that we offer. And yeah, definitely go ahead and check us out. We've also got a ton of great blogs from kind of, like I said, I've interviewed a bunch of hedge fund traders and US investment champions. We've gotten a lot of those guys to write different articles for us on risk management, entry setup, stock selection. So there's a ton of free content as well on the site that I think is very valuable, especially if you're just starting out. Very good. Now, with all of that training, I would recommend that people should go check out your YouTube channel learn from your process that you're going through and get that information. So if you're listening along, please go ahead and check out Richard's channel. It's Richard Moglin and it's called Market Chat. So what do you have for the future? You're getting a master's degree in mechanical engineering. What are your future plans? It's funny. Everybody asks me that question. And I think the honest answer is I don't quite know yet. I love doing the engineering side of things, building stuff like there, building different products. And also right now I'm focused on machine learning at my master's while I'm taking my master's. So I think that's super interesting, but I also love the creation of videos, helping teach people, being a part of Trailline. So there's kind of two different interests there that align well because a lot of them are forged on the same kind of analytical mind and building a process and all of that. But I think the honest answer to that is I'm still figuring it out, but I'm sure it'll be great whatever happens. Yeah, sounds pretty good. You got a great head start. How long has your YouTube channel been alive? I mean, you got 25,000 subs. That's pretty solid. Uh, Thanks. I started that in May 2019. So it's been a ride. But yeah, I've started to see a lot of traction and the Market Chat episodes have really brought a lot of people to my channel and people seem to really love those. Hearing about the backgrounds of these great traders all the way up to their process and how they're doing the current market is something you can't really teach through a book. You can read about technical analysis and everything, but wouldn't you rather kind of see Oliver Kell, who returned 941% verified in 2020, who is the winner of the US Investing Championship, wouldn't you rather see him go through a chart bar by bar, explain how he's viewing it versus just reading about it in a book? Yeah, that's absolutely true. So that's great that you were able to put those guys on the show. How hard has it been to be able to get access to all of these guys? Oh, well, I've been lucky. I communicate with a lot of them through Twitter. There's a great community there of Canslim traders. Oliver Kell is also in a, a group I belong to, Ticker Monkey, which is a bunch of really experienced traders. And yeah, it's just kind of interacting with them Twitter on Twitter, exchanging ideas. And I've been able to build a bunch of relationships. And all those guys are super giving with their time, which I really appreciate. And they're really looking to help out the next kind of generation of traders who I've just started. A lot of them started in 2020. And they're so giving with their time and experience. And it's an awesome community, honestly. That is great. And as I mentioned before, it's really great to see some young people like yourself really applying yourself, going after it, doing a good job. And it's inspirational to others because, you know, the markets can really be challenging. And so what you're doing is inspirational as well. So that's pretty good. So keep up the good work. And thank you so much for being on the show today. Oh, my pleasure, Casey. Thanks so much for having me. All right. Well, that is going to be it. But I just recommend you check out Richard's channel, Richard Moglin. That's his YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. And it's the Market Chat podcast. He is getting all of the information from some of the best people alive today. And you can't really put a value on that. That's really good stuff. So go check it out. Everything's going to be in the description. And that's it for this episode. But thank you so much for listening to the How to Trade It podcast. 
Thanks for listening to the How to Trade It podcast. Our mission is to help you create security in the markets. If you have a question you want me to ask my guests or a specific question you have for me, please email me at podcasttradingstrategyguides.com. I answer every email I get because this show is about helping you learn how to trade it. So again, please reach me at podcast at tradingstrategyguides.com. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to another insightful episode of How to Trade It with Casey Stubbs. We hope you found today's discussion valuable and inspiring. Remember, the road to trading mastery is a continuous one, and your commitment to learning and growing as a trader is the key to your success. If you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like us to cover in future episodes, please reach out to us at podcast at tradingstrategyguides.com. Keep listening, keep learning, and keep trading your way to victory. Until next time.